Welcome to the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. This is Jackie Bauer. Thank you for joining me today on the path to becoming better athletes, teammates, leaders, and human beings. I am so excited. Thank you to everyone who is sharing the podcast, continuing to share the podcast, because we are getting more and more listeners every week. I'm loving it. Thank you for being a part of this with me. And on that note, let's get to today's topic, which is keeping roller derby a happy place for yourself and those around you. So how do we do this? You know when the vibe or the general mood is off at practice. It's just kind of funky. And you know everyone on your team just kind of feels it without even really discussing it. It's like this smell that will not clear the air. Today, we are going to go into three ways that you can impact the atmosphere at practice in your happy place where all the derby happens. The first way is starting with you, you yourself, making sure you are okay to go into derby on this day. The basics, of course, water, food, sleep, avoiding being hangry and tired. These are the basics. I've, I've gone over them before. So let's go a little bit beyond that today. We all know to be human beings, we need these things before we can even be roller derby athletes. It's been on my mind lately. I've seen a lot of people posting about dealing with depression and anxiety, and I get it. Like, especially winter is hard. Winter has its challenges. For example, like I live way out in the woods and we are cut off from civilization when weather happens. Any big snowstorm or ice storm prevents travel. I feel like I'm always having to cancel plans. We work pretty long hours from home and sometimes can get snowed in for like a week at a time. We turn into hermits. <laughs> we forget how to interact with other human beings besides each other. And then finally, we're going to go back into town to go to practice. <laughs> like, like last week in particular was pretty tough. We were stranded at our warehouse space with a car that wouldn't start for a couple hours in temperatures near zero. Two days later, a pipe burst in our wall. And we hadn't had a real practice in two weeks. I was tired. I was not feeling great. My workload has gone up a ton in the last four months. And I've been really worried uh, about how I can make it all work with roller derby. But no matter what happens out there in the real world, we've got to try our best not to take it into the derby world. The derby world is this kind of magical place where the normal rules don't have to apply all the time. I have a rule with myself. I cannot share stories about my day or my week unless they make me or others laugh. I won't take negativity into derby. So uh, those stories might not sound funny, the ones I just told, but believe me, if I do share them with anyone, 
it will have a punchline. <laughs> um, if I'm having a particularly low day, I really try to make a point to pick out something I really like to wear to practice. Obviously, I have to pick out clothes that can get messed up because, you know, clothing can get torn quite easily at roller derby practice. But I will be looking for something brightly colored, something that makes me laugh, makes me feel powerful. So whether it's a giant SpongeBob SquarePants face or my roller derby strong shirt, I will pick something that's going to make me feel ready. I'm either going to go in with, you know, a song in my heart, a, a laugh, whatever, or I'm going to go in like ready to crush everything. <laughs> like it just depends. Like where do I need to take myself that day? Do I need to elevate myself? Do I need to like just punch through things? I figure it out. And of course I, I travel with coach Dan to practice and on the way we usually like to listen to podcasts that make us laugh or upbeat music. We check in with each other because we're basically our own carpool. And uh, as a coach, Dan has a really big impact on setting the mood at practice. And he depends on me to set an example for others and bring the sunshine, bring the energy. So he's always checking with me like, okay, like, did you need a nap? Did you take a nap? Uh, did you eat? Uh, and I'm checking in with him. Do you need some caffeine? Do we need to get you a Mountain Dew? Like, what are the things we need to set ourselves up for success today so that we can go in, like, on point, like, ready to bring it? Uh, another thing I like to do is I really like to take care of my gear because it makes me feel better. It's like how uh, when you clean your house, suddenly it feels a lot nicer to be in your house. Uh, if I wash my gear... It feels a lot nicer to have on, right? When it's not as stanky. Uh, I try to wash it once a month. I kind of fall off of that during the off season. It probably needs a wash. But let's just assume during the season, I definitely do wash it at least once a month. I like to do it particularly before games. Clean those bearings. I don't brush my mouth guard as often as I should because I got that Sisu uh, spray to spray into my mouth guard and it always tastes fresh now and I enjoy putting it in my mouth which is just a nice little bonus that makes me happy to be at practice but I did brush my mouth guard today because I I knew I was going to be talking about it <laughs> um I I try to give myself something special to look forward to especially if I'm you know just a day where I'm like oh I don't know if I'm really feeling it I try to I find a way to feel it I might look up a video of like a cool move somebody's doing or something and be like, hey, I'm going to work on that during warm-ups. Give myself something to get excited about. And there's always fake it till you make it. You know, put a smile on your face. Uh, if you had a rough day and people ask how you are, you can, you can always just smile and say, I'm ready to play roller derby today. You know, I'm just, just going to go leave it all on the track. If, if they still are kind of looking at you, you can be like, hey, we can talk about it after if you still want to know. But I just really want to throw myself into things today if that's all right with you. Like enjoy the learning process while you're at practice. This is where the magic happens. If you're always beating yourself up, we already did the puppy talk on a different episode. But if you are always like criticizing yourself, beating yourself up about how you're doing, it's just going to become the place where you torture yourself. 
And that's not going to make you want to come back to practice. So be good to yourself. Notice where you're making progress. Realize all of this is a journey. You're never done. You're never finished. There's always going to be something you can learn. And then, of course, enjoy the ride home and talk about all the good things you did and the things you noticed others do. And just kind of, you know, it, it was a magical place, roller derbies. Just try and relish all the good that happened and help that, like, get you through till next practice. And on that note, we're going to take a quick ad break to hear from a sponsor before going into the next segment. And we're back. Okay, the next subject is others. How can we keep roller derby a happy place for those around us? Because everyone you get to skate with in roller derby is unique, and they're not going to be around forever. It can easily start to feel like a routine. You show up, you're like coworkers or something, but what we're doing out there is really special when you think about it. We are ridiculous, skating around and hitting each other. Who does this? We do. We do this for some reason. We all got here in different ways and bring different gifts. And you can easily start taking for granted some of these faces that you see, the people who are there all the time, and one day they're not going to be there. Whether it's an injury, uh, change in life, whatever it is, you're going to miss them when they're gone just as they would miss you. So appreciate them while they're here. Be nice to them while they're here. Give them a reason to come to practice. Be the reason they come to practice, like the energy you bring, making it special. Start from a place where you respect everybody who is there. We all got here today. Bravo. Yay. Just always be appreciative of those who come to practice. Don't dwell on those who aren't there. There's really no quicker way to funk up a practice than dwelling on how few showed up today. Uh, during the off season, our practices aren't required. You don't necessarily have to be there, but it's kind of nice that we still have them for those who do want to keep skating, who want the exercise, who, you know, maybe are concerned about losing some of their endurance. They want to keep going. Not everyone wants to do that. Some of us do. There was one practice where there were five of us and we knew we only had an hour to skate because there were these uh, basketball kids who were using the space before us. So we only get an hour on this type of night and we had done some off skate stuff beforehand. And so we're just skating around like, what can we do with five people? What can we do with five people? And then we started like, just just goofing around, warming up. We started doing some of the same moves together. We are like, oh, look, we're synchronized skating. And somehow it evolved into the five of us decided to plan an entire synchronized skating routine. It was really more of a dance with skating elements. But I looked around at this group we had, and I knew, like, two of them would be on board right away. One of them was kind of new to our team and might be kind of unsure of us in general. And the other, I really wasn't sure if she was going to go for it. But she got on board and I was like, oh my God, 
we're doing this. I can't believe we're doing this. We're doing choreography. We are being ridiculous. We had so many laughs. It was the most fun practice I had the entire off season. It was ridiculous. And I do think it made me a better skater because we had to do some, some complicated things. Uh, I believe the finale was uh, we lifted one skater into the air and spun around with her. I don't know if this video will ever make the light of day. I know it's private in our team group. If I can get permission of the other skaters, maybe I, I can eventually share it. But it was remarkable. And it only happened because it was a small group of people and we were a little stumped. And a really special memory came out of it where I'll never forget we somehow did that together and wow, that. <laughs> Looking around the, the room at your teammates, everyone is doing the best they can. Criticism is another thing that can really funk up the vibe. So instead, consider really thoughtful ways to give feedback that can help a person improve, like without the effect of pouring a, a bucket of ice water on them. <laughs> we actually are going to cover feedback in a future episode, one we will bring in Coach Dan for, because I think that's a very important coach topic as well. When interacting with, your, with teammates, I really try to make conversation and ask questions to at least one person every practice to get to know them better. I know in general, I express more than I ask on a regular basis. It's something I am truly working on. Um, it might be a great reason why I have a podcast so I can talk and talk and talk and express all the things I want to and hopefully some people will enjoy them. But I really do want to be a better listener too. So I get to work on my listening skills. I get to connect with someone. They get to connect with me. I just want to focus on them for a few minutes during warm-ups or maybe a particularly long pace line drill. I just want to let them know I care and that they have value to me. Like, you are valued. I care that you are here. I really want to know about you and how you're doing, if that's cool. Another way to help others is to praise effort and progress. I've gone into this before, but it's so important to repeat. Give compliments. Like, you don't have to throw them all over the place like lawn darts, or they won't seem genuine, and you will get shrugged off. But make them specific whenever possible. Just instead of, you don't always have to be like, good, good job. I, like, I, I like to do it while I'm bracing, actually, sometimes. I'll just be like, you, you are both such strong blockers. I like how you're getting low and trapping her body between you with so much force and energy. It's really a, a thing of beauty to watch. And meanwhile, the jammer's like, I want to fall asleep while you're talking. And I'm like, go ahead. I'm here to soothe you. You can stay in our wall forever. <laughs> but you know, it, it really does help because if you just say like, hey, you're awesome. Hey, good job. You, you know, just nice jump. Like, oh, I love that move you just did. That was so cool how you got around them. Uh, that hit was massive and so strong. And I like how you tucked in your arm so that it was super legal. <laughs> Doesn't sound as great, but you know, that might actually be really important to the person you're talking to. You never know. 
And don't forget to thank your volunteers, especially like think about your coach. A kind word to your coach, a message sent after practice can really make their day. I feel like this is easier to talk about when Coach Dan isn't here. I mean, it's our secret, okay, you guys? Like, they don't get to skate, usually. Okay, some of your coaches skate. But in any case, if your coach is a skater or not, they don't get to participate fully the way you do. They don't get to have a full release because they have to look around and keep an eye on everyone. They're they're not getting to do all the things you get to do where you're just like living your best derby life. So make them feel valued and appreciated. Like they can mean the difference between a coach who is eager to come to practice and work with you and a coach that maybe doesn't show up or cancels a bunch, you know, just doesn't feel like it doesn't come. The same goes for referees and other types of volunteers that help out at practice and at games. You don't have to bend over backward for everyone, but do make an effort to recognize some here and there. If everybody in your league just kind of sprinkles it around, it's going to be good vibes for all of us. And with that, we're going to take another quick ad break. Be right back. Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates like our Apex Predator T-Rex or Jam Llama, to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support and back to our show. All right, last section, environment. We're gonna keep roller derby happy place for yourself and those around you by taking care of the environment. I'm not talking about recycling. (laughs) I'm talking about literally the place you are in. What can you do to make the space feel better? It's all about how you feel in the space. Uh, No matter where you practice, from the coldest, dirtiest space that has you coughing up half a lung after doing five minutes of laps to an outdoor space that is sweltering and you're having to drink pickle juice, which sounds like super weird, but I hear that's what they had to do in Texas. You really need to respect the place you get to skate. You can lose a space at any time, sometimes without notice. And then be left thinking longingly of all those cracks in the floor. But for a time, it was your floor, darn it. (laughs) Um, I guess like a a real quick real life story. Uh, At home, like I work from home. I work in a non-insulated garage in very cold temperatures for long hours. And I've been doing this for months. It has, it's really dark in there. Um, 
And at the end of the day, I would just come in just feeling like a zombie, having no energy, wondering like, how am I ever going to be ready for derby in the evenings when this like comes back like full practice mode? But I I started making changes to the space. For example, uh, when I was, you know, setting up my Christmas decorations and I noticed some of the light strands didn't light all the way, uh, instead of like throwing them out, you know, because of course I, I griswolded it and like checked every bulb first. And when that didn't work, you know, normally you might toss them if you can't find a way to replace bulbs or fuses. But I decided, wait a minute, what if I just brightened up my workspace a little bit? So I've got all these like random red and white strands and some blue icicle lights just dangling from my ceiling. And it makes my whole workspace feel festive. It it doesn't illuminate it that much, but it makes it feel special. Like it's a special place to go instead of the cold, dark cave that I work in. <laughs> uh, and it normally has just two regular light bulbs. But just last week, I replaced those like yellow lights with the daylight variety light bulbs. And I am, I am blown away. I am shocked by how much brighter the space suddenly seems. It's this kind of like blue white light and you know, it's illuminating things more. And other than that, I didn't think too much of it, but I have noticed at the end of the day, I feel okay. I don't feel dead. My eyes aren't out of focus and like, trying to see things because I've been in a, a cave. Like I, I feel decent. I feel pretty good. I, I'm <laughs> wondering why I didn't do it sooner. So this is like a small change that made my space so much better. I feel better when I'm there and I feel so much happier when I go to work in the winter. So let's talk about this in regards to your practice space. If you have a practice space, that you are fortunate enough to not be sharing with anyone else, you might as well just, if you can, I don't know what the limits of your, your lease are, or if you own the space or not, like you might as well make it feel special to you. Uh, If you can hang things on the walls that make you guys feel good, why not? Like maybe some lights, uh, maybe some gym equipment. You might as well, Treat the space as a special place to be, a place that you look forward to coming to. Um, not everyone can decorate, obviously, like, but uh, my league actually has three different floors that we practice on throughout the year. Sometimes we're alternating between two in one week. It's a lot. It's a lot to get used to. There, There's a polished concrete, a sport court, and a floor we affectionately call sandpaper. Now, each space has pros and cons. You know, the polished concrete is my preferred space, uh, but it's more limited, our access to it. It's nice because we can tape down the track and it's always there for us. Uh, The sport court, it can be kind of dirty, a little inconsistent. Uh, Some of our stops don't work as well there, so we have to change our way of skating a bit. And... We can't lay down, a. we can't actually mark up the sport court because the facility really cares about it. So we have to lay down these tiny little hash marks of yoga mat every practice to have a track. And the sandpaper, pros and cons. The cons are if you take a, a fall 
on the sandpaper floor, um, it's going to rough up your gear more than normal floor. Uh, definitely likes to eat toe stops, particularly of the gumball variety and, you know, knee pads and stuff. But if your bare skin makes contact with this floor in any kind of a sliding motion, you may not have skin anymore. Uh, many of us have scars. We've got battle scars from the experience. So, so you might think that we would all be quite resentful of the sandpaper floor, which also has the nice side effect of having an up and downhill uh, angle to it when you're doing laps. But honestly, um, I've grown to love it in its own way because we're so much faster on that floor. So, okay, maybe our stops don't always come out quite as nice, but when we do some laps for endurance, boy, do we ever fly. We always get our best time trial results on this floor. I really love skating on it just because of how fast you can go. So there's, there is joy to be found in every space. Every space has challenges, but every space has things that are good about it too. For example, is it a floor? Can you skate on it? Nice. <laughs> we all have that in common, no matter where you skate. If, if it exists and you're allowed to put your wheels upon it to become better athletes, we need to appreciate and respect the space that we get to use. It's almost like um, in martial arts, sometimes you, um, you bow to, you know, or like UFC, you bow to the octagon, like you bow to the space, you bow to your partner. It's a way of showing respect, like, hey, I get to do this today. You don't have to bow on your way to your track, but just remember, you're going to miss it if it's gone, right? So appreciate it while it's here, just like your teammates, just like the experience of roller derby. So when it comes to the environment, like, if you have to set up the track fresh every practice, don't make the same people do it every time. Try to get in there and help. Don't make the same people wash the floor every time the floor needs washing. Do what you can. Take a turn. Most of the stuff isn't hard and you can learn how to do it. And when you didn't take a turn or couldn't, thank the people who do so they don't grow to resent doing it. Because, it, you know, that's one way that practice starts to become a negative for them is it's, oh, it's the place where everyone else takes their time gearing up and I have to go set up the track because they're all so dang slow. <laughs> Uh, uh, one of my favorite ways that we brighten up the environment is um, Dan's going to talk about this on a future episode. I'm going to let him go into it more because I don't know how he chooses this, but he makes excellent music selections. He always has music going at practice and he has a playlist for warmups and a playlist for practice time. Like practice time is kind of um, a little bit edgier, a little bit more intense it's, it's usually pretty upbeat, powerful, you know, there's some girl power stuff in there. There's just some, some dance music, some generally good stuff. Now the warm up playlist, I swear it is an eclectic mix. He somehow pairs together some stuff and it's there to just generally like be on in the background, make you feel good make you a little bit eager to put your stuff on so that you can go skate. But it also kind of helps grab you out of a funk when you're in a funk. 
Like you might have literally been like, I just needed to get here today. I've got my skates on and I'm here and this was the best I could do. Uh, you know, I, I'm here. But then you hear music. Um, the example I gave earlier about, you know, go, going like two weeks without like a real, real practice and coming in and I was just like, oh, all right, I got to bring it now. How am I going to bring it? And I'm pretty sure that song, I Wear My Sunglasses at Night came on. And that is such a weirdo song, right? But before you know it, like I'm laughing, I'm singing along. And that's what this playlist is. There's always some song in it that kind of grabs you and you're like, I haven't heard that since I was in high school. Like, what's that doing here? In sync, Backstreet Boys, Justin Bieber, what? Like, just all kind of like old school pop, whatever. Uh, so many different tunes and they're all just kind of there to, to grab you and be like, hey, come to the present. Be here with us. Be here in the moment. You don't have to worry about anything that happened beforehand today. You don't have to worry about what's going to go on after practice. Just enjoy this moment right here, right now, where you're getting ready to go play roller derby. All right, before I sum things up, I want to do a little story time with Jackie. Uh, roller derby as therapy story time. This is a true story. Um, so in August of 2014, I took my cat to the vet before going to practice. I knew something was wrong. I just didn't know how wrong it was. And um, they were going to put him uh, under anesthesia to check on some things. And I got a call after I got all the way back home, which, it, you know, it's like a quite a bit of a drive for me because uh, they were going to keep him overnight at that time. But I got a call that uh, there was pretty bad cancer everywhere. They had found a tumor and uh, that was what was happening. And uh, it wouldn't be good to wake him up. So we had to make the hard choice and let him sleep. And um, I wasn't, I wasn't able to deal with the idea of being there for him to just be asleep to no longer with us. Because if, if he wasn't going to wake up, I, I, I didn't want to remember that part of him. I wanted to remember what I had left him with, which was we had had a beautiful moment in the vet's office together where we were snuggling. And this is the only cat I've ever known who could give hugs. It's a really special cat. His name was Harley. Oh, sorry. I'm going to take a little drink of water. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, so there's a practice this night and, uh, Dan's the coach. I'm a skater on this team and this is our last practice before a game. This is a Thursday. Um, we're going to have a hangover bout with this team coming to visit into town on Sunday morning. And it's our last chance to practice. And uh, some of the skaters from this visiting team were actually going to be staying at my house because I was friends with them. And I, I was so overwhelmed by, oh, we're going to be playing our toughest opponent of the year. And my heart is broken. 
so Dan asked me, like, do we go to practice tonight? And I said, we have to. It's not just because of the team needs us or the importance of the game. It was literally, I needed to throw myself into an all-encompassing distraction because I wasn't ready to deal with what had just happened. And the best way I could deal with it was just by being in the moment of roller derby. I wanted to be working hard with my teammates, see their smiling faces, and just do something together. And before I went, I uh, put a message out to the team that was just basically like, hey, I know you saw my post earlier in the day about my cat. Um, he didn't make it. I don't want to talk about it today. I really want to be here at practice. I need roller derby today. And my team was so nice and understanding about this. And we had a great practice. There was only one girl who didn't see the post and asked me about him. And she was just so sweet. She wanted to know how he was. And um, I, I, I just, I had to like let out a breath and just be like, um, let's not talk about it today. I just really want to be here today with you. And she's like, okay, okay. It was a great practice. I'm still really glad I did it because it was necessary for me. I needed that so badly. Um, but I, I tell that story because it was only because I needed something else to focus on and I would be able to focus on that thing that I was able to make that happen. So this helps me transition into when not to go to practice. Some problems will require processing time. Some things will happen where you you will not be able to give yourself to practice. You will not be able to give yourself to roller derby and your teammates. If you can't lose yourself in practice and be present in the moment, you should go home. Like you, you need to be fully present or it could actually be dangerous. If you have broken down crying for no reason that you can think of and you can't find your way back, take five minutes in the bathroom, see if you can get past it. If you can, come out. If you can't, it's time to go. It, it isn't fair to others, and it sure won't be fair to yourself if you or someone else gets injured in your distracted state. This is a moment of self-love and self-care where I think you know if you shouldn't be there. Because there's been too many times where a teammate of ours is riding off in an ambulance, maybe you're with them, and they're telling the story of, I knew I shouldn't have come today. Like something was telling them this wasn't the right day to go to practice, but they went out of obligation or whatever they were feeling, not out of desire or love. And they weren't able to be there and something bad happened. I don't want that for anyone, not for any of you. All right. So when you go to practice, when the vibe is great, it's really easy to push yourself, have great energy. You remember these great practices. When the vibe is off, sometimes tempers flare, injuries happen, it's funky. You feel unsatisfied. But every person contributes to the energy at practice and can improve it. 
you can make a difference. There is going to be a new video on YouTube and Facebook this week if you want to check out my handy dandy guide to side surfing and exercises you can do to become stronger at it to work those really weird muscles that are hard to get to otherwise. And I must say, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else where you can do ratings and reviews. Just take a quick moment, do those stars. It really helps us out, helps other people find the podcast. Super important. And uh, regardless of where you found us today, we can be found on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere podcasts can be heard. So, uh, you know, if you're not on your favorite listening thing right now, uh, maybe switch to one of those. You can follow our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash power through fourth whistle. That's P-O-W-E-R-T-H-R-U, the number four T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E. And hit us up on Twitter at power fourth whistle or on Instagram at power fourth whistle. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, Email powerforthwhistle at gmail.com or send us a DM on any of that social stuff. Links and handles can be found in the show notes. And with that, we have been talking about Derby and sharing Derby thoughts. Pew, pew!